Do you remember that song? What song is it? That's the People's Court. Yeah. Judge Wapner. There it is. There it is. Very good. Wow. I'm very impressed. Um, so, all right, Jeans. Um, this is uh, very exciting. Let's see. Where are where are you this week? Do you know? Jeans. Everybody pull your jeans up if you're in the Atlanta area. Hallelujah. I'm at the Atlanta Punchline uh, January 25th through 27th. Holler at me. And then January 31st through February 2nd. I am at Comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Bar, which I'm contractually, contractually obligated, obligated to, to say, say. Yes. in Mashantucket, Connecticut. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then February 7th through 10th at the Stardome in Hoover, Alabama. So jealous. In the Bama. So jealous. Good. We've having, we're having, it's about time you're jealous of my career. We're okay. having jealousy issues. <laughs> you're having jealousy issues. Right. I am. I'm I, very jealous that you get to play the Stardome. Right. I'm very jealous that you get to play the DC Improv. I'm very jealous that your hair is this long. You're sweet. I'm jealous of your career always, so I'm kind of happy that you're jealous about it. Well, hopefully there's some type of winter storm that'll come through and <laughs> cancel these gigs. That's really... I will be you, at husband. the Cleveland Improv. Uh, oh, January, yeah, like, like that sucks. I mean... January 24th to wow. 27, I will be eating multiple meals at the, <laughs> the tavern, that, that uh, the Green Tavern, is that what it's called? Oh. Right around the corner from the hotel. Is that there in the Cleveland? One, yeah, it's the one that I told you to go to. Then you went there and you were like, holy shit. I'm not sure we're talking about the same place. Yes. That's it, in Cleveland. Yes. I thought that was in Kentucky. Across from Hilarities, the restaurant, remember? The one I told you ah, to go to. Sorry, I'm confused. Sorry, my yeah. brain just went somewhere else. Yeah, that's awesome. So, that place is good. If you don't come see me at the Improv in Cleveland, then at least you could come have a meal with me at this a wonderful oh, restaurant. Oh, you should definitely um, do that. And then, let's see, um, the next week, uh, I think the 30th or the 31st through the 2nd, I'll be at Joey's Comedy Club in Livonia, Michigan, which is outside of the D. You know what I'm talking about? The D. Will there be slam poetry going oh, on? Oh, sure. There? Sure, man. There's definitely going to be some. You represent real hard for the 313. For sure, man. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for y'all, man. This is for the. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For the D. Wow. So that's where I'm going to be. And um, yeah, so hopefully you'll come see me there. And that's it. That's where you can see us live. Um, over the next few weeks. So come check us out. All right. So there's that. Um, yeah, there's that. So okay. we have a very special guest today. Oh, my goodness. We're very excited to get things going. Put your musical jeans on today. Put your <laughs> your Jingle Bell pants on. <laughs> your Jingle Bell jeans. Your jeans that have Jingle Bells jingling. And oh my gosh, you get guys. ready for... A fun show. Are you ready to start the show? I'm fucking ready. Let's do this shit, man. You know, Gatorade was invented at the University of Florida for the Gators. Right. You don't have to be a Florida graduate to hydrate. No. That's for everybody. Yeah, I never even went to college. Oh, my God. I have a song for you. I'd like to do with the... What the fuck? What just happened? I Blue pressed band. like six buttons um, at once. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. 
Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. That was crazy. Well, Blue Band, his claws and paws don't always know how to push they buttons. They don't. Mike Singletary came on. <laughs> Joe Double came on. But Blue Band is a bald eagle, guys. He doesn't have opposable thumbs. He pushes the wrong buttons. What did I tell you I was going to do after we did the podcast? What did I tell you I was going to do? Take a dump. No. I said, after the podcast, do you want to come with me? I'm going to go. Make sweet love. Buy a car. Make cookies. No. Take karate lessons. I, t- I said, do you want to come with me? To go running. Yes. And then what do you bring to the, to the podcast? Cookies. <laughs> you know why? Because we have a special guest and I felt like it was... It's very special. We have a guitar and we have cookies and it's like summer camp. It's All right. fun. Well, why don't you introduce our very special guest? You guys guest. are in for such a treat. Our very, very good friend, uh, Mr. Brian Hayner is here, everybody. Yay! Yay! Hi, kids. Hi, Brian. Brian, um, we knew about, but we, had, we hadn't met... We hadn't met until we did South Africa. Mm-hmm. He was the only native South African that we met on the trip. <laughs> it's true. And uh, lost the accent, <laughs> but is doing fantastic. No, you were, um, we were all just natural fits for each other on this South Africa yes. trip. Oh, we got along great. It was so much yeah. fun. Can I tell you that, Brian, looking at your face, I feel like I'm looking into a genetic mirror. Because if you don't, you feel like Brian and I look alike. So much. You look like, <laughs> I mean, you're definitely at least, you know, an uncle. At least. Eastern, older brother. Eastern block for sure, right? Yeah. You guys have. I'm just thinking similar. about whether there's a chance that I fucked your mom at one point. <laughs> <which> is, <laughs> well, at least somebody. We got to so put up a picture. Let's put up a picture of you guys side by side. Yeah. I yeah. think we should. People need to see this. Yeah, absolutely. So Hayner um, was with us. We did that South Africa trip, which we told you about. We did shows uh, in Durban and Johannesburg. You stayed, and you did Soweto and Cape Town. Correct. So you did like a month-long run. A month-long, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, about two weeks too long, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hell of a, a good time, though. At it was least fun. For our two weeks was so much fun. So good. We had such an amazing time. And we just, um, we just clicked, right? Like, we just, we would get together. We would have breakfast together. We'd sit around, just bullshit We'd all day. drink wine together yeah. every oh, night. so much fun. We'd have fun in the dressing room. Like, at some point, the comics kind of split off into, like, clicks. Yeah, yeah. And it was Hainer, Ian Bag, Tommy and me in the mm-hmm. dressing room, mm-hmm. hoarding wine. We would get a bottle and then, like, hide it. Yeah, absolutely. It. The it shows so were great. so fun. It's so much fun. And we were so much funnier than everybody else. That's oh, right. yeah, That's sure. Right. Of course. Well, because you, you had the difficult task of, like, opening the shows. Like, Finesse That's- Mitchell... Would host, but then you had the first slot, which is like the hardest slot. Yeah, and you unless, crushed. Unless every... you have a guitar, then it's all cheating. No, then it's, no. Easy, then it's a piece of cake. Well, see, you'll love no. Brian because Brian is very uh, self-deprecating and doesn't give himself credit. So right. you, 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 it's impossible to dislike Brian. That's not true. I'm pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> but then you also had to open after intermission. You had to go back. You always had to open the doors up there. You wrote a song and like, I love this about, so whenever you have somebody with like a special talent, you know, uh, people are like, well, show us what's up. And so we get there and the show's like the next day and the the people in South Africa are like, Hey, you do songs like you're yeah. gonna write a song for this too, right? And Brian's like, "Wet for tomorrow," and they're like, "Yeah, just write a fucking song, man." 
And he did. So he has to run upstairs, and then he wrote a song that like sounded like he'd been singing for like 20 years. And he'd crush it. You did like the South African national anthem that you learned in like The extended mix that yeah. people didn't, uh, didn't even <laughs> That's right, the double was anthem, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Singing in Swahili. Did you do, uh, <laughs> you did the Bring Me My Machine Gun song in Soweto? Mshini Wam. Yeah, I did. Mshini Wam, Mshini Wam. Yeah, it, it got quiet there. So, okay, right just away. so people know. Um, this is so after he did, we did theaters in, in Durban and Johannesburg. Then we leave, Christina and I come back here and they do the next week in Soweto. Soweto is where Mandela lived, where his, his, ha- like his old house, right. the museum still is. And, uh, it is like a hundred percent black, right? Like it's like, yeah, there's not, there's white. It's actually more. Black. It's more than a hundred percent. It's a hundred and fifty percent black. <laughs> Just over 100, yeah. Mm. And mm. so we're like, holy shit, you're doing Soweto. And they're bringing in just black comics to do Soweto. Like, that's it. But they're like, and hey, the, you. And the 50-year-old cracker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a great mix. So you get this idea to do a freedom-fighting song that okay. is like, it's like a revolutionary. The apartheid song, yeah. Apartheid song that, that black people would sing, which was... What is it? Machine Wam. And it, bring, it's, it means bring me my machine gun. And kill the white man. Like it I was, love it was it. like kill, <laughs> kill the boar is what it was. Uh-huh. Like, you know, the the white boars over there. And so it was basically kill the white man, kill the white man. And uh, yeah, that's so, awesome. So I came out and sang it. And, and did they just went bananas? They went crazy. That's they sang so it with cool. me. Yeah, they loved it. That's so cool. Can you yeah. imagine, man? Like they're yes, like, I they love it. They see this cracker and they're like, "What's this fucking guy gonna do?" And you start singing. I just think it's brilliant. I wish I could have seen that. I really yeah. wish. I could it was have pretty seen funny. That. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I just said that because we were over there with David Cow, who's like the Chris Rock of South Africa. Oh, we've talked oh, yeah. about him, yeah. And so, yeah, I just went out and said that David taught me this song, and he said it would keep oh. me out of trouble. <laughs> and as long as I was in Soweto, just to sing it. And so, and, the, and then I did. And wow. it was quiet for about 10 seconds. It was just like quiet. People are looking at me like, are you fucking crazy? What are you doing? And then, and then they got up. it, and then they all started singing along, and... Then it was all good. What oh, level wow. of destruction did he lay down in Soweto? Was it even crazier than... Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't... I, I think he, he told three jokes. He didn't even have to speak. He walked out, a standing ovation, and then... Unreal. Yeah, it was like the second coming. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. It, it was fun to watch, man. I had a good time watching David there. It was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so we... Uh, there's a lot to cover, but... Just to get it out there right now, you have a new album out, right? Yes, I do. And it is called Alone. Alone. And um, I like that. I know. And it's so true of when you're a comedian and it's just you. I love that. And then you open it and <laughs> you're like, black. oh. Yeah, oh, not so alone. Not oh, so alone. There's no. a few thousand people. What's the biggest size venue you've ever played? Um, indoor venue, the O2. In London, oh, 15,000. Oh, yeah. Outdoor, we did uh, Oshkosh, uh, Wisconsin at this air show. Uh-huh. And we did a night show at the amphitheater, and people just kept coming and coming. It was like this giant field, and I think there was just over 30,000 <sighs> there. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Huge crowds. Jesus Christ. Now, Much easier than working in front of 100 people, though. Uh, uh, people don't understand that. They yeah. don't understand that at all. They, yeah. they, they don't get that Like if you crush 30 in a room. Oh my God. That like on a on a Sunday night, thirty how, people. How much <laughs> skill that takes. Yeah. Versus like five hundred. They're like, oh, this is harder. Like, nah, dude. 
Not even close. Not even close, yeah. Now, so just people know, you came to a lot of people's attention uh, first because you toured with Jeff Dunham for a while. Correct. I was guitar guy. Guitar guy. And you're still, your handle is git guy? Yeah, I still go by guitar guy. Most people know me as that. Yeah, I mean, if you, you, that's kind of like the thing when people are like, to Christina, why don't you change your stage name to to your married name? To Segura, yeah. Well, yeah, but like all these other people already know her. Yeah, and it's conf- like if they know you one way, it's like, and I'm not famous enough because someone, I think Joe Rogan was like, yeah, but Roseanne changed her name. I'm like, yeah, but Roseanne was huge. Right, so people knew. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Christina uh, yeah. Pajitsky doesn't have that kind you of You should clout. change it to <laughs> Christina Pajitsky Mellencamp. Was, there you go. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. That's not a bad idea at all. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Um, so you toured all over, and I know like Dunham's following is crazy. Nutty. Like... You'd, and you'd come out, do, and then you'd also be sometimes part of the show, right? Like you'd Yeah, do I would come out and do my 20 minutes, and then I'd come back on stage two or three times and play songs for the puppets yeah. to sing, and, which is why, why I was re- originally hired, was just to come in and play songs, write oh, songs and play songs. This is what I love, stories like this. They're just like, hey, could you just do this real quick? And then like after they see you a couple times, they're like, actually, do you just want to be on this tour? Yeah, that? well, that's what happened. First of all, I was hired to do, there's a YouTube video, um, Jingle Bombs, where Ahmed sings Jingle Bells, a parody of Jingle Bells, and mm-hmm. they wanted me to come out and play guitar, and they were just going to release it on YouTube. That was it. So I went to the Chicago Improv, we taped two shows, and that was, it was done. 
That was my whole gig. You're like, oh, that was a fun experience. It was fun. It was yeah. great. And then like two weeks later, it has 20 million hits oh on YouTube. And so Dunham calls and says, you know, would you, uh, would you like to maybe write a song? I'm working on a Christmas special. Do you think you could write some songs for that? And I said, sure. And so I started writing songs for it. And then he said, well, why don't you come out on the road with me? So we can play Jingle Bombs together, and you can work on some songs. And then once he saw my... At this point, he'd still never seen my act. Mm-hmm. He just knew oh, I played wow. guitar. So then he, he said, uh, why don't you open tonight? And so I said, oh, we were at a theater somewhere. And I said, okay. So I went out and did 15, and, and he fired his opener that night, oh, unfortunately, no. which I really feel bad about because it was a great guy. He's <laughs> a really nice guy. But he fires the opener, so now I'm opening, I'm part of the show, and then and that's... Three that, and a half years of my life. Yeah. That's a show business story. Yeah, like, yeah. That is one of those. Considering that I'd been in comedy for about a year at that point, and, then oh. I, and I'm working and and I'm working in front of ten thousand people like four nights a week for that the next three years. Yeah, that wow. dude did not see that coming either. He was just like, "All right, go ahead and do it. so tomorrow." Are we doing Seattle? They're like, tomorrow, you can get your shit and you're uh, yeah. back up. Yeah. You're going home, yeah, man. Dunham's doing it. Brian yeah. Hayner, you're going back yeah. home. I feel, and it was a young, this young comedian that was so much more deserving than me and should have, you know, still Louis been there. C. But, <laughs> it is, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It, I feel you know bad what? about we've it. All, but we've all been fired. But we've this, all had Yeah, that exactly. Happen. I've been on the other end of that, too. Yeah. And of this course. kid is 20. And and really funny, and he's got a he's got a great future, and I keep telling myself that so I can sleep at night. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's. He'll be fine. He's yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so wait, you have your guitar with you? Yes. Could you maybe <laughs> do a little something with it? I could. Um, by the way, are we going to do some songs together eventually? I would, I would love to because, like, you know, since high school, I've had this song. Um, your problems make my dick soft, hmm. and best title ever. Yeah, and it's basically, I mean, the song is like, it. I have it written out where it starts with a conversation, like, like two guys are like, "Yo, yo, B, uh, how what's up with that girl?" It's like, man, shit was cool, but you know, she just started talking to me about her problems, and you know what they say, B? He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, problems, hmm. they make my dick soft." And then, right, you go problem. into the music, your problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your problems make my dick so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear your problems. Oh, okay. Okay. Make my dick soft. <laughs> your problems. Yeah. <laughs> Make my dick soft. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah. We could totally be there black. Yeah, let's yeah. do that, man. Yeah. Let's do And just so other people know it, uh, a little bit of trivia. You may not know this. Brian Hayner, our very special guest, plays guitar on the hit song Car Wash. Am I right? <laughs> Yep. Wow. How cool That's is that? That's fucking crazy cool. Yeah. That just, unless I was four when I did it, I am an old <laughs> car wash, man. Can you believe that? So, That's Will, cred. will you promise me that we can write that song? Can oh, I would love song? to, yeah. Okay. We okay. might write it today. All right. I'm not afraid. Um, <laughs> will you give us, um, I don't know, whatever, will you play something off, whatever you're working on or something off the new out, whatever you want to play? Play something for us. Play something for you? Sure. I mean, yeah. you know. And don't hold back because our listenership is. 
uh, juvenile like we are, uh, this is seventh grade. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can play whatever you want. Yeah, there's no restrictions. This is not a corporate gig. This is not a corporate gig. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Okay. Cool. If you want to talk about retard midgets, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that? I can do the retard midget oh, song? Oh, we'd love that, yeah. I'm excited about these cookies, too, and the fact that you've been Thank sneezing you. and your eyes are watering and everything, you're blowing your nose. Pretty happy about I, that. I licked every cookie oh, so you of can course you taste did. it. You can have it. It's at the tail end. Uh, yeah, people get the, the wrong idea about people in L.A., I think, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. They think you're in the entertainment business, and you have these skewed values, and mm-hmm. uh, I, always, uh, I always laugh about it, because, you know, if you're maybe in, like, Hollywood, they're that way, but everywhere else, it's just, it's like middle America, right. you know? Sure. Like, right. typical weekend for me. Yesterday was Sunday, so I went out to party, cause I locked party on the day after Thursday. So I went to Hollywood and found myself a hooker. Paid her $50 and I took her to a motel. Snorted cocaine off her breast. I won't go into all the rest. But it's safe to say that the evening ended poorly. 50 bucks was just a scam cause she turned out to be a man. So I had to strangle him and now he's in my trunk. Saturday, Saturday, another day to party Just as soon as I can dump his body by the river Riverbed, riverbed, dump him by the riverbed On Saturday, Saturday, so I can go and party down Tomorrow will be Sunday That's the day I go to church And ask to be forgiven (laughs) For the whole murder thing But that's not till tomorrow So I'll worry later Right now I have stuff to do Like get rid of a body (laughs) On Saturday, Saturday It's when I make my getaway Just in case the cops Try to do a CSI thing With fingerprints, (laughs) fingerprints Gotta clean my fingerprints Who am I kidding? It's a transvestite hooker The cops won't even care No chance for the electric chair It's Saturday, Saturday I need another hooker But this time I'll make sure this hooker Is a her on Saturday, Saturday That's my day to party down my day to party down. Yeah! So good. That is so funny and, and so in our wheelhouse. Isn't that interesting? I that mean, he, it's so bizarre. Hookers that turns yeah. out to be trannies. There's a murder hiding the body. We just discussed church. all of this on the last podcast. Church. Yeah. <laughs> I love in it. Church. In church. It's <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. If Your I voice is so good, man. Oh, yeah. thank you. If I could have pooped my pants at some point in that song, <laughs> that, that would have been the trifecta, It would have right? been it your mom's been... house theme song. That's right. <laughs> that is the thing, too. I think everybody has this, whether you're a performer or not. Like, Do you have the wish you wish you could sing yes. and entertain like really well? Yeah, so, yeah. Wish I could. Do I that. dream about. Absolutely. I wish I could you, be a musician. You're gonna do it, my friend. <laughs> we're, we're, gonna we're gonna make this happen. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty uh, excited. Me about too. That. Uh, is that is that a song on the new album? Or is that just uh, a new song? No, that's a song off the last album, I think. Which is the Cougar one? 
Cougarbait? Uh, there's two in between the Cougar By the way, because you're on this, whenever we have guests that have a, a following like you, your fans are going to listen to this episode, and you know because they want to hear you, we want to remind them that Christina and I have albums and that they should buy our stuff. <laughs> That's kind of the well, whole I'm not even sure you guys need me here. You know that? <laughs> I mean, this, the main you- thing I want Brian Hainer fans... <laughs> Who have never listened before to, to know is that we have things for sale as well. That's right. <laughs> listen to the listen to him, my minions. Buy uh, this shit. Buy our, go to your mom's house podcast.com and buy our shit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm in. Right there. We need a, <laughs> need a little tag point. for it right there. That's the whole point, man. How did, that was a great song. How long did it take you to write a song yeah. like that? That one, ironically, was uh uh, it was, you remember uh, Friday? I don't know if you guys yeah, knew Friday, yeah, Friday by Re- Friday. Rebecca Black. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. That was a, it wasn't, it's not a parody of that, but it's my, it's like, she talks about her typical Friday. Well, that's right. my typical Saturday. Right. It was kind of a, an answer to her oh, song. Oh, yeah, that's, that's brilliant. And so I, I got up, this one was a little bit weird in that I got up at eight o'clock in the morning, had the idea for it, wrote it, had it done by about 10. And then had it recorded by noon. Oh my god! And then, uh, and then we actually made a, a did a video for it. My daughter produced this video of me, like with a shovel and driving around with a dead body. And we did it that afternoon. So from concept to having a, a YouTube video was like twelve hours. Isn't that amazing? It was yeah, it was bizarre. It's usually, it usually takes longer than that. It usually takes me a little bit longer than that. But that one, I can't believe of, that people. And then I hear this all the time. Like you'll you'll hear. You know, famous musicians talking about like a song that you mm-hmm. know is you're like this is the song of of this generation or this is like you know one of the top ten songs of the decade and they'll be like I think that oh, about Saturday that is one of the best songs yeah. I've heard actually but you'll hear these uh, musician being like actually I was just like just you know I just grabbed the napkin and then I just wrote that and you're like I what sat the down fuck? and it came out of those me are like gifts that. yeah, yeah I've worked crazy. on I've worked on songs for uh, weeks. Never the music. The music comes very naturally to me. Really? But yeah, I can do that in my sleep. But the lyrics are much tougher. Uh, and I've worked on songs for weeks. When we that suck. That's su- that isn't that interesting? Yeah. When yeah. you force it, it's not as good as That's the... Right. If you relax and let whatever it is come out of you, it's like perfect. Same thing with writing way. bits. You it's know? the same. Yeah. It's, it's true. same thing. When it's honest and it just comes yeah. to you and you don't fight it, they, they're, they're gold. And sometimes that even happens on stage. Yes. You know absolutely. what I mean? Where you'll, you'll go with something, you're like, shit, I just wrote a bit. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then other times you'll be home on the computer writing for hours and hours and you uh, can't even use it. It's, mm-hmm. it's just stupid. Or forcing it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be so clever. It's yeah. the bits I'm trying to be clever. It, no one gives a shit about them. No. People right. just want to see the real the one you just stuff spit in your it crazy out. head. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, so wow. for me as a songwriter, as a, a new songwriter, as I'm approaching <laughs> your problems make my dick soft, I should just write down what comes to mind, right? Just let it out? Yeah, I think so. It depends on the kind of song you want to write. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know. Give me some, I mean, No, it should, be, it should be, I, I'm assuming it's going to be funny. Yeah, I mean, it's from the heart, but I guess it's funny, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. well then that's just make it funny. <laughs> from, the okay. from the heart, but make it funny. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I can deal with that because it's just like the, um, it's just like writing stand-up. It's the same thing. It's like you, if one line's not funny, mm-hmm. the next one better be. I got you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going into the third line and no you're still joke. setting up, it's like you've you've gone twenty thirty seconds without 
without a joke. Is that really long. the approach to it? Yeah. Yeah, I try to set it up. Uh, usually my songs, they'll have a, a setup, maybe a verse setup, because you don't know what's happening yet. It just kind of, you know, that premise. And then after that, once the joke is, once people get the joke and know what it is, then you have to be joke, 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 all the way through. Got you. So okay. It's got to be kind of quick after that. I like that. I like that. That's knowledge right there. Yeah, that is cool. That's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, I the hardest thing do about hard. doing the hardest thing about doing uh, musical comedy is the the, the timing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the song just goes, and there's no way to to you know wait for laughs or hold off or it just it's into the next line. Oh yeah. Right. So it's kind of you know not that I have a problem with anybody laughing at my shit, but you know you you'd like to hope. Well, that. can I tell you what I, I I think would be the hardest part about doing musical comedy is that if you're bombing you're really bombing like it's there's just the, no way the opposite. it's just the opposite really it's yeah. just the opposite oh. if i on a saturday night hecklers drunk i just start plowing through songs you just plow through <laughs> i don't even talk <laughs> to deal with i don't even talk to them anymore i just yeah. play the songs yeah. they play themselves and i just go through them and it's like you laugh don't laugh i don't give a shit anymore you know yeah. it's that rough oh. but cuz yeah. you have the music there cuz the music's there yeah. it's going to yeah. carry the hour because my thinking is, if they hate the song, then you're you're committed to playing and getting through your set. But I guess it kind of helps but you. You can it you does. can take yourself out of the room in and just your go song. in. Well, the that, other thing right? too is, yeah, you have this going on the whole time, and it's it, it, there's no silence. Ah. When you're, if you're bombing as a as a stand up, there's silence, a yeah. lot of silence. With yeah. this, it's like we're this is a party. Yeah. I don't give a yeah. shit if you're laughing or not. So and the room is kind of filled with noise the whole time. So it's it's almost hypnotic. The the guitar sound. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching this goofy thing on the internet. George Harrison was talking about recording. You know, he did Hare Krishna. Yeah. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Yeah, that, that song. And he's like, there's something hypnotic about those words. And that's why I love it. And music is a form of hypnotism in a sense. Like yeah. you get them kind of just into the thing of well, watching yeah, it. Yeah, his whole thing was the the mantra and yes. repeating all the stuff over and over again, which he did in his songs yes. later on. Yeah, it is I kind of hypnotizing that. too. Yeah, it's cool stuff. But music Very has cool. the ability to do that, to kind of... Yeah, the thing, the thing that you get with music is um, you, can be, um, you can be somewhat hacky mm-hmm. and get away with it. You can get away with a lot more if you have a guitar. You just can. I try not to. Yeah, I don't but, think you do. But I have this, it's like I have this song, the Blow Up Doll song, you mm-hmm. know, where uh, anyway, the last line of it is something, if I was doing a bit about Blow Up Dolls... Mm-hmm. And there's some clever lines in there. You yeah, know, I love I, I love her because she uh, she has that new car smell. <laughs> you know, so there's stuff like that. I think they're yeah. pretty clever lines, pretty funny lines. But the last line of the song, which kind of ties it up in a bow, is um, my wife loves the blow up doll too mm-hmm. because it's one less thing she has to do. That is like <laughs> the cheesiest, hackiest line in the world that you could never do as a stand up. But in the song, oh my god, it kills! It gets applause at the end. They're like, oh, that's because it just ties it up in a bow. So you right. can. I, I try not to do it. I try not to lean on that. But, you know, you can. I see what you're saying. I you see what can. you're saying. But I don't think, it's not the cheesiest, hackiest line. I, I don't think it's it is either. It's pretty hacky. Brian, you know, no. it's a woman saying that's one less, you know, no. if he goes to a hooker, it's one less thing I have to do. And yeah. it's kind of hacky. But I think... I, I, we I have think... that arrangement right now. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's, there's nothing hacky about it. That's just... <laughs> just real you know, Our shit. cum it's dog in the backyard. Yeah. We do have a little cum dog in the backyard. <laughs> do you know what the, that is? Do you know what that is even? Do you know what a cum dog is? I don't, but I want to. Gosh, Dude, we have about to find out. In the backyard, you wouldn't believe this, but we have <laughs> a woman that is tied up, okay? And she is 
our cum dog. Um, let's see if I can locate her. Give me my reward. I want to see all the cum on my face so I can lick it up. <gasps> oh, yeah. Make sure it's a lot. I want a lot of cum. <laughs> yeah, I need some more. Ooh. Watch it go down my throat. Yeah, it's sick. Thank you. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. that recording holds up because yeah. my, my mom was only 25 <laughs> when she did that. <laughs> Is that a sprinkler? <laughs> yeah, 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 beautiful. Because yeah. the we talked about how in, in a marriage sometimes if Tommy wants the nookie and sometimes I don't feel like giving it. Maybe I'm tired or sick or whatever. Or a I woman, wish, yeah. Or a woman, yeah. <laughs> I wish we had a cum dog and this person could just service Tom and it would just be part of our thing. It would be fine. Yeah. It wouldn't be. There's nothing emotional there. It just it's just like a, a like a function of a just a suck pig, a suck pig out back mm-hmm. that is basically a receptacle to cum sprinklers. <laughs> and so that's. That. But I could have my Puerto Rican cum dog as well. Mm, we didn't work that out. But yeah. this part we did. <laughs> this part we yeah. did. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, well, you guys are very sentimental. It's a foundation of a good marriage. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, you've been married. You've been married a while, right? How long have you been married? Uh, Nineteen years. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. So, so you know what, what you it's think? Like. Yeah, you I know do. What it's like, absolutely. Do you have I a? Do. Uh, do, you, do you have you proposed a cum dog to your wife? Or no, no, I haven't. But, no. <laughs> she's a sport. She's a she's a sport though. She's a trooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. She's down. Is what he said. She's down. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Speaking of down... Oh... Sometimes music takes you to a special place. <laughs> Just like George Harrison's Hare Krishna chanting. That's right. Maybe it makes you think of something. When we hear this music, we think of filling her up and, and sealing her, her shut. shut. And that's what we're going to do right now, Mr. Brian Hayner. So, uh, well, first of all, we should do results. Oh, sorry. Because yeah, we haven't so done I'm results sorry. from I the... I always jump the gun. I get so excited. About the new ones. Yeah. Um, fill her up, seal her shut. I don't know if you're aware, but... What we do is we, we bring up two uh, often well-known people, and we ask, who would you rather fill up and seal shut with your love, mustard, 
or who would you rather be filled up and sealed mm. shut by? And then our listeners vote. Uh, and the, there's a poll online. Brian's face is like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you guys are uh, how old? <laughs> 12 years old. So okay. uh, if you go to facebook.com slash your mom's house podcast, uh, you can vote and you can like the page and then vote. And so the last one we did for the men, we asked you, who would you rather get filled up and sealed shut by? Kenny Rogers or <laughs> Emerald Bam Lagasse, right? Is that how you say his last name? Lagasse. Lagasse? Yeah, Lagasse. Guess what? Emerald. The closest poll we've ever had. No. We didn't have as many votes as we've had on some, but it was the, the closest we've ever had. Wow. 47 to 48. Wow, that's I a mean, nail biter. The other day it was tied. So somebody went for that, bam, and they took Emerald, Emerald. and he's up by one. Over Kenny. Over Kenny. That's so funny that, that mm-hmm. it was. I don't think it's ever been that close. Bam! Yeah. Overcoming my beard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One plastic surgery is too much for Kenny. That that's why that he's looks, down one. Uh, that's, yeah. That looks terrible. Yeah. He it looks, looks crazy. Terrible. Yeah. I know. So, the for the females, it was our Southern edition, our Southern pig edition. We had <laughs> Carney Wilson or Paula Dean, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paula Dean really seals it for me. I got to tell you, she's amazing. This one was not as close. No, seventy-eight to thirty-eight on the poll. Okay, Carney Wilson. What really? People wanted to fill that up and seal that shut. <laughs> and I think, even though I would choose to have a sandwich after I make yeah. sweet love, maybe you'd like to hear somebody sing a song. Oh, you musicians always get all the tail. Always true. Always that is true. Wow. Carney Wilson is no exception to the rule. I would choose Paula Dean just uh, yeah, on the sandwich principle alone. The like, sandwiches are going to be good. And then she'll cook you something real good. And she's got the sugar. You know, she's got the beetus. <laughs> That's right. But she's been eating healthier. She's got the diabetes. Yeah. yeah the absolutely. Sugar is the best. Well, there you so, go. Who do we have in the new episode of Filler Up, Sealer Shut? Who are we going to fill up and seal right, shut? Uh, in honor of. Brian Hainer, we're going to do uh, musicians. All right. Musicians. So I'm going to go with, uh, for Filler Up, Sealer Shut, the females, Olivia Newton-John. Oh, yeah. Pretty, God pretty damn lady, it. Pretty lady, cool Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Donna Summer. Okay. Huh? Dead or alive? Uh, are they, is one of these people dead? Donna, Donna Summer. Summer's dead. She yeah. died? Yeah. yeah. When? <laughs> I didn't. Maybe this last year. Twenty twelve. Okay, that's why. Yeah, Yeah, shit. I must have missed that. No. Oh, alive, alive, and in their prime. In their prime. Alive and in their prime. Um, And you have to walk us through your your decision. Like why? I'm gonna go. I'll go with Olivia Newton-John on this one. I have to. I mean, you know, the the whole grease thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, put her in the bobby socks and the. You know, I can I can see my spooge in her hair. I can, <laughs> pic- yeah. I can picture it right now. And you're playing wow. the game correctly, my friend. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would Tom? like to wear Olivia Newton-John's pussy as okay. a surgical uh, okay. mask. Uh, I, like I would love to drown in her box. All right. I don't care I if she's it, I 25 it. or 65. Okay. I would drill that woman. Okay. 
until right. she spoke with a stutter. Okay. Like that's what I would I would absolutely okay. let her urinate in my food. All right. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I would blow you while you're doing that. That's how, that's how hot she is. She is. <laughs> that's She's, how hot she is. Yeah. And guess what? I would have no problem with that added on okay. to my Olivia Newton John experience. She's, and I work the bag like a champ, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like She's it. Australian too. Fucking even right? better. Isn't she? Yeah, Australian she's Australian. Australian. She's got yeah. some yeah. stupid she accent. She can speak yeah. to me with her accent and that's right. And just tell me what to do. Remember, we were watching that last night. We were watching that show, and that girl was that's like, "So disturbing." She started to get husband like his problem. She started to be like, "How how kinky does he like it?" And I was like, "This bitch can get it." Oh, we yeah, had the penthouse pet for yeah. millionaire uh, magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" You're such a pig. You know that. That's yeah. why I love you. Thanks, babe. Sweet. Well, I'm going to have to go with uh, Donna Summer then. Dead or alive again? Did you want her dead, you said? No. (laughs) Now, was Donna Summer, she works hard for the money? Yes. That's Donna Summer. That's a great song. Yeah. Let me say, okay, so here's why I choose Donna Summer. Okay. That song comes out, I'm a little girl, my formative youth, and I see this black woman being like, I work hard for my money, motherfucker, so hard for it, honey. And that shit resonated with me over, you know, some because bullshit. Because you were a black person Some too? bullshit roller skate girl in Xanadu, which, let's fucking face it, that movie makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand what's happening. Okay. And Donna Summer is a strong black woman, just like me. So I relate to that, yes. Okay. I'm not. I'm not criticizing your choice. No, no, I think you are. I'm not. I'm, I'm just, just saying that no, I, I want to draw. I want to drain. Okay, every I, ounce of oh my ball my bag God. into Olivia Newton John. So alarming this week. You really like her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you this uh, uh, enthusiastic. That's so, but that's so easy. It's two, two beautiful women. How can you go wrong? I mean, yeah. Donna was hot. It's true. Oh, you like know, Madonna. when she was young. I mean, no, I mean, uh, what's her name? Did I say Madonna? I mean, yeah, yeah, Donna uh, no, Summer. Donna Summer was yeah. hot. Gorgeous. She was. She was gorgeous. Absolutely. My the appeal always. Always, if as if you have a childhood thing attached, I remember seeing one of the first people that I was like, "That's a beautiful woman." You know what I mean? Where you're sure. like aware of it. For me, as a kid, was Olivia Newton-John because I saw her in like Greece, and 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 she was a celebrity. When I'm coming to terms with like, why am I getting boners? Right. So right. This is just an extension That's of that. Exactly. I right. liked some um, Henry Winkler, Fonzie. I think he was my first sure. TV and Gopher on Love Boat. I always yeah. like the funny guys. Gopher, yeah. Gopher, and uh, John Belushi. And but what about Chase. John Wayne Gacy? John Wayne, shut up. Yep. You're sick, fine. All right, let's do it for the guys. Here we go. <laughs> so disturbed at this serial the killer shit lately. Go ahead. All right, would you rather get filled up or sealed shut by um, the Beatles? Jesus. The entire band. John Four guys? Paul, Ringo and George, yeah. It's a lot. Or the entire band of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Your two two of your favorite bands. bands. Two of my favorite. Right. Now, if you need a moment, to, if you need a moment to think. Wow. Holy cow. Um, I'm. I'm. You know, I've seen uh, Zeppelin. They came out in the '70s. They all wore tight pants, and I know for a fact that like Plant and Page are both like hung like mules. Really? really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine being that talented? And popular as a musician, and having and exactly, yeah, wow. it's not fair. <laughs> not and fair. the Beatles, I just I picture them with little Liverpool dicks. So, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard so, that. little pasty, little pasty white. Come on, love, come on, a rub and talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pop over to so, the pub, yeah. Yeah, it tastes like Guinness. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the Beatles plus, on that one. Plus, oh, because it's not gonna small. because yeah. yeah, because it's small. See, for it's me, small. it's it's very simple. Very easy. Hmm. I'm going 
and I've done this before, but I'm going with the Beatles for the story. You know, we're sitting around at a bar. Oh, that's interesting. You know, that's when I in, in fucking '87, I '87. Uh, you know, people are telling their stories like, oh, you John know, John Lennon I was dead in 1980. <laughs> or you know, I'm telling, i You're not even. It's because you don't listen that you don't even get it. <laughs> Somebody's bragging like, oh, in '87, I fucking hooked up with you know the the princess of fucking Zimbabwe, and I'm like, oh, that's great. And then someone else is telling their story. Yeah, well, I blew fucking Phil Sims when uh, right after the Super Bowl, and I'm like, you know what? When I was three, the Beatles fucked three. me. And, yeah. uh, and they're just like, really? And one dead Beatle. Because John Lennon was dead in 1987. I'm, I'm, we're not using 87 he's anymore. Telling, he's telling you a story you in 87. You still don't get it. Somebody don't else understand. said 87. Someone oh, else I thought had another said story. in 1987, I no, had sex with the Beatles. No, and then I'm saying I fucked. I don't know All how right. you fucking stay with her. Jesus. I swear to God. Know, she's just, and this is, by the way, this is my penance. My penance from the Lord is deal with For, this. Oh, how dare you. And I made you cookies and brought you a Gatorade. Thanks, babe. He got Gatorade? Yeah. The fucker. Bring me water, water. Fucking water well, and a fucking I'm Oreo. I'm just slow today, Tom. It's all right. This is the second time you chastised me. I'm just slow. I didn't chastise you. I'm so slow today. Will you I'm tell tired. us your answer? You're yeah, the one, yeah, yeah. You're the one who really gets to get filled up here. Can I tell and you? Now you what? also have the benefit of knowing that Led Zeppelin is packing heat because he just told us. I you, know, but I'm not a huge Zeppelin fan. What about I'm not dicks? a huge, uh, you know, no. I'm, I'm always more about who's attached to the dick. I think we know that. My my sexual history, hmm. and I'm a huge Beatles fan, but I I don't is this can we um, I don't want Yoko involved though like uh, John Lennon I think would be a little unbearable no with yeah. Yoko there <laughs> yeah she cock blocked the whole band so she yeah fucking, I don't she yeah, ruined everything everything yeah. exactly so yeah I don't think you have to worry about did Yoko. you see did okay. you see the the posting that that Bill Burr did a few weeks ago about yes is that not the best thing you've ever seen yeah Chuck well, Berry singing with uh, John Lennon. And then and they're like singing old rock songs. on a TV show on a TV show oh. and and Yoko's in the background oh boy. playing like a bongo oh boy. and they're singing out front and everything's going great and she grabs the mic off of the bongo and puts it up and goes <gasps> and does her like shrieking whole oh and the look on their faces but Chuck Berry oh Chuck Berry was just like. Fuck, John was like, eh, it's you know, there's fucking nothing, there's Yoko. nothing I can do. Yeah, but Chuck Berry was, was like, like fucking get your girl under control here. Yeah, John. yeah, yeah. It was, that's, it's really mm, amazing. That's mortifying. Yeah. yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you the video. She it's sucks. phenomenal. <laughs> okay, you still haven't been filled up yet. No, I love the Beatles. I and I, I would them. get filled up by whoever's l- alive now. Like Paul McCartney could give it to me day and night. I just saw an interview with him. He looks. He's amazing. He's You'd the, sleep with him right now? I would bang, like I said, any living beetle now. So you got Ringo Ringo, and Ringo and Paul are left. I would bang yeah. them. Is it just me or did the wrong two beetles die first? Yeah. Uh, no, I think every, we're everybody not. Kind of is, yeah. It yeah, yeah. the same way. Only the good die young. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, wait, isn't there all... Um, I always hear about that like so-and-so is the fifth beetle. Some guy, was he like the original... He played drums. He was original, and then who replaced him, right? Pete Best <laughs> was the drummer that they got rid of and brought in Ringo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but didn't he, he write some of those original songs? No, or? no, no. It was before they got big. So They were like 15 fuck. years old when that happened or something, and right? Yeah. Did Pete Best older, yeah. continue to play music? Uh, yeah, he's still in Liverpool. Pete's like still oh. there, and he has a little club that you can go to, and yeah, he's all bitter, and it's not pretty. Of course. That's <laughs> a life-ruining thing. Yeah. Like your best friends go on and become the Beatles, and you're like, "Well, I'm yeah. still in Liverpool, and 
I eat bangers and mash, yeah. and I just fucking fuck on like my that, ass. He's like that opener for denim. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> ruined his whole fucking no. life. Oh, very yeah. similar. Yeah. Very similar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he sure. could, if, if not for me, he'd be here right now doing this podcast. For sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's enough to fucking slit your wrists over. He, that also, that remind, the Pete Best thing is like when you hear about like some actor passed on a part, you know, like some offer. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to be the fucking lead in this movie? And they're like, I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. And you're like, what's that? No, that's one flew over the cuckoo's nest. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, sorry. Mm-hmm. That's That won six Oscars, my bad. Or you lose the part to somebody, you know, they like they think you have it, and they're like, nah, we're going to... Re-. They sometimes do this with pilots. They'll shoot a pilot. Oh, my God. And they're like, we love it, except for what you did. Right. So we're going to reshoot this pilot. We're going to pull your sorry ass out of it. And put somebody else in there, and then we're just going to call this show uh, Seinfeld. Exactly, <laughs> we're going to call it Friends. Or yeah. Something. yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's fucking so true. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Unreal. Well, there you go. Now, one thing we have been building up for, we have been in big anticipation of doing this. Uh, we teased it on our last show, and this is an idea we've had now for like uh, half a year. Yeah, and More than you know what I was thinking about earlier? We didn't really talk about this. Hmm. We didn't talk about the fact that we're having a uh, a musical ear play this game. It's oh, it it really right. it really raises the oh, stakes. Oh shit, you're right actually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, this might not be to our benefit. Here. Yeah, this could this could fall apart on us. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to let's roll the dice. What okay. do you say? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So, I'm going to keep a tally. Keep a yeah. tally. This is a game we have not played with anybody yet. You're the first person mm-hmm. to play it. And we call it Tom or Black. This episode... I'm the one that had the elephants roosting in trees. Shit, man, that's Tom Segura. Buns, he was a for real grimy nigga. Hey, you think I give a fuck about a motherfucking red light? Oh, oh. Bag of cop can't touch me. I'm out here smoking weed, speeding, all that, dog. Fuck that, that's me. I put trademarks around your fucking eyes. It's Tom or Tom or Black. Okay, uh, that's just the intro. That was a great intro for the segment. And what it is is, I have a gift. Um, you have a natural gift, obviously, as a musician. You're talking about comedian. my dick. Thank oh no, dick. no, the musician thing. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, absolutely. That sweet hog that I see between your legs. Damn, damn right, my friend. Don't tease um, me. So my gift is that I can do a number of different black people's voices. To the point where... Well, to the point where Tom has actually um, fooled black people. Mm-hmm. We've been on the streets, and uh, Tom... What was it? You stuck your head out uh, Fairfax. the car at Fairfax, and you were just like, look, look here, youngin'. Yeah, yeah. And some guy answered. He was like, all right, man, something never new. So, like, Tom can actually... <laughs> He can communicate with the, them. The with guy the did yes. not wow. say "samba dabba do." <laughs> That's one thing I can tell you for he sure. Shabba do, shabba dee, shabba dee. Yeah. So yeah. Wow, he's like the he's like the Negro whisperer. That's right. Yeah. That's see now you get it. That's so we amazing. thought we should do a game where we do Tom versus an actual black person and see if we could see the difference. Yeah. That's how good. So what he here's is. we're gonna do. We're gonna play you little clips, and we're not gonna tell you in the moment which is me and which isn't. You decide, is it Tom or black? Okay. Or an actual black person. Okay. Not just or a black. I mean, can no, you the, be the, a little... No, sh- the show is, the game's called Tom or black. Okay, well, okay. So that all you have to say is so Tom, racist, yeah. black. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay, Hit let's me do up. it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, man. Mm-hmm. It's your last rendezvous. 
That's Tom. Mm. All right. Well, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. We're may gonna, he, we're gonna may go, hear that. We're going to go straight to okay. you. Okay, all right, all he, right. This is a professional ear. Okay. We don't need, we don't need any... You are about to sit. Don't touch my mitt. Black wow. okay. person. Yeah, thank you for quality. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I wouldn't be completely racist. No, here, right? I know. I mean, it's... Hey, yo! Tom. Okay. God damn it! Ooh. Mm. I'm going to go Tom on that one. I don't. I've never met a black person with an ear that bad. I, mean, I got to go with Tom on that. Mm, wow. We gonna ride tonight. Tom. Okay. Wow, that was really good, man. That was yeah. good. Oh, was that it? That's it. That's all wow, we got. Wow, that was I mean, really fun. Don't I prep so many. Yeah, I, was, I could do this for hours. I, know. I cannot <laughs> wait to keep doing this. So, okay, how should we do this? Should we play the clip again yeah. and do the reveal? Yeah, we'll do the reveal. Okay, sure. So, number sure. one, you said this was Tom. This, yes. Let me okay. pull this up one second. This your last rendezvous. Hmm. That is not me. That is a black person. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This your last rendezvous. But you did. I mean, I I like that you were. You didn't fuck around. You were, you weren't even like. Let me hear it again. You just went with your straight to answer. Yeah, yeah. It's a trained ear. Trained ear. Um, I had the room next to yours when we were in South Africa, and I swear I heard that <laughs> voice. <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> now here's the uh, next one that you heard. You are about to sit. Don't touch my mitt. And he said what? He said black, and, and I, I'm going to agree. I think it's black. You're right. Very good, Ryan Hayner. Very good. Wow, that's good. Next. Hey, yo! And he said... Tom. And you were right. Okay, good. Wow, now, just good. to um, just let you know, I, I, I put background noise so that it can't just be all microphone stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, that was originally recorded like this. Hey, yo! Okay. <laughs> Would have been obvious then. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Now this next it's one. So silly. So how many he's got right so far? He's got. Uh, he's two or three. Two out of three, correct? Okay. Yeah. Very good, Brian. God damn it! He said, "Tom." The number four, yes. Yes, and that's. God damn it! That's a black guy. Is it? Yeah, I wow. wasn't. I wasn't sure on that one. I almost went black on that wow. one. That's a black guy that just orgasmed in a porno. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. That is so amazing. I like how he said that. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, and then here's our five. Next one. <laughs> is that from a porno? No, it's not. What did well, he say? Brian Hayner said that is Tom. That is a black man. Oh, okay. On wow. intervention. Oh, right, the cry, the cry, the black cry. Oh, it's yeah. A famous clip. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it was a Sandler song for a minute. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <coughs> 
so oh far. My God. Yeah, you've only gotten two right. So let's see. Maybe the last one you can redeem yourself. We can go. We go ride today. And Brian Hainer said Tom. And Brian's correct. And that is correct. So you tied with yourself. That's not I bad. Chose a, I chose a locker room, a football locker room <laughs> as the background. Let me hear it. We go ride today. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. This is uh, so much fun. The, we found our new favorite this game. This isn't the best game ever. That's yeah. a cool game. Yeah. Can I try it next time? Yeah. You want me to try to get you? You're going to be really keyed into it, though, right? Because you know me so well. Well, we'd have to play with a third party again. Yeah. Okay. You know, I play, well, you don't know this, but I played a black woman in Ten Pin Alley in the video game series when I was like 26 years old. Oh, yeah. Old. So uh, I'd like to try this, too. Yeah, It'd be really sure. fun. Sure. And then, you know, you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. Um, so what, what was his final tally? Three for three. Yeah, three and three. So three wrong and three correct. Okay, so, so we're gonna tied. we're gonna keep a tally okay. of which guess and how many they get right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. And who who is the best? And then maybe the at the end have the ultimate black off. The ultimate <laughs> black off. And so yeah, thank you for playing that. Yeah, oh, thanks, that was fun. Brian. Thank you. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So can we? Uh, I feel like we have you here, and we're not. We should show off a little bit. Yeah. Can you play us something else? Absolutely. You play us um, whatever you want to play while I enjoy another cookie. Yeah. Damn right. Um, I spent a little time in Nashville mm. uh, writing country songs. And uh, on my way to becoming a comedian. And I wrote serious country songs, but, but they never really got noticed so much. But mm. I remember I had this one audition for uh, this record company, A&R Man, huge record company. And uh, I get there, and it's like this 16-year-old ginger, obese, honey boo-boo-looking <laughs> guy that his last name's the same as the CEO of the company. Oh, no. And he's the A&R guy. He's literally, he looks like he's 16. He, he maybe Ugh. was 17. And he's sitting in judgment of me. And so I played him a couple of my songs, and he was like rifling through his desk the whole time you know, looking for Bako bits or something. I don't know what his deal was, but uh, I, I was getting pissed off. And he was like, what else you got? What else you got? So finally I said, well, I have a, I have a song about baseball. And he goes, okay, I like baseball. <laughs> so I went, saw you at the baseball game. I couldn't believe my eyes. You and my best buddy. We're sitting side by side When you reached for his sack I felt a pain inside my guts And now your kisses taste Just like yes. my best friend's salty nuts <laughs> <Yeah>. Salty nuts <laughs> Salty nuts <laughs> You sucked them till you couldn't suck no more Your cheeks were packed With nuts from his sack <laughs> It was like you'd never tasted nuts before So he looks at me. I swear to God, this guy looks at me and he goes, well, I don't really like that when it's not long enough. What else do you have? It, it, completely over his head. He doesn't get it at all. So at this point, I'm doing his voice now. I'm completely like singing songs back to him, impersonating him. In his own And voice. so I said, yeah, I have another verse to that song if you want to make <laughs> it longer. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'd like that. So I was like, grandpa had the biggest cock that I have ever seen. <laughs> Must have weighed a good five pounds. It was long and lean. Every morning at 5 a.m., it woke Grandma up. 
She swore that if it crowed once more that we would fry it up. So we ate Grandpa's cock. <laughs> Sweetest cock that you could ever taste. We cleaned our plates with Grandpa's cock. <laughs> cock like that would be a sin to waste. <laughs> <laughs> And was he like, I don't get anything longer or no? Yeah, he, he didn't get that either. He, he was like, that, I don't know. You, you might want to change that to rooster. Oh, my God. I mean, literally, he was like, he was clueless. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is fucking clueless. Yeah. It was dumb. I told him I had a sad banjo song, which is, if you know anything about music, there's no such thing. Oh, right. wait, banjo's like the happiest yeah, instrument you can, of Yeah, there can't be a sad banjo song. So, <laughs> until now. Sounds better with a banjo, but you get the idea. I once heard a man say there are no sad banjo songs, so I picked up a banjo just to prove him wrong. Sure enough, two hours later, that man went to the doctor and found out he had testicular cancer. <laughs> it's sad. Listen. Saw a movie theater with Trekkies camped outside, so I yelled, y'all are losers, as I was walking by. I can tell you there is nothing sadder than getting your ass kicked by three 14-year-olds dressed up like Klingons. <laughs> Didn't own a pair of shoes, I was walking down the street, feeling sorry for myself till I saw a man who had no feet. I was going to help him up, but I thought what would be the point, he'd just fall down again. <laughs> My cousin Chrissy left me for my brother Tom. She was six months pregnant and we've got five kids at home. If she don't come back by April, she's gonna miss her senior prom. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Nice job, Brian. Thank Beautiful you. Beautiful. Country work. music at its finest. Do you like Nashville? No. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I like Nashville. It's okay. But yeah, yeah. It's uh, never been. I've never been. It's a I've cool. It's a cool city to visit. Yeah, yeah. It's just the music business there is. How long did you did you live there? Yeah, for like a year. I spent a year there. Wow. And yeah, I just wrote songs. It's it's a tough. It's a tough business there. Yeah. It's like. It's kind of like Hollywood, but uh, they're they're meaner. Really. Yeah. Religion is involved. Oh, boy. All right. And it just yeah, it gets it gets really weird there. I was just watching this a story about uh, Taylor Swift's story about, like, as an 11 year old, she was dropping off demos. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Like, sign me. And they were like, all right. And then someone, a big company signed her and then dropped her after like a year. And then, like, an independent producer said, like, I think you got something. Worked with her, is still with her today. And she's, you know. You always hear that in those yeah. country music. She got a huge deal, and then they were dropped from yeah, the yeah, label. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then five years later, they made, you know, Joan Jett had that happen after the Runaways or something. Like, she couldn't get a deal, so she made her own records and sold them out of the back of her fucking van and ended up being, like, number one or whatever. That's me, not Joan Jett. That's not you. <sighs> Can I tell you, I've been, I've been this, this is a little late on this because it just, you know, worked out that way, but I've been thinking so much about this. I want your opinion on this. Okay. Um, did you watch the national championship game uh, a couple weeks ago? Uh, uh, Notre Dame, Alabama. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was yeah. fucking just 
total destruction. Right? Yeah, Alabama brutal. Just yeah, absolutely destroyed them. Well, this thing happened during the game, and that is that the play-by-play commentator Brent Musburger. As they often do in these big games, they have some little human interest pieces. Right. Um, pointed out that A.J. McCarron, Alabama's quarterback, had his mother and his girlfriend in the stands. The girlfriend being uh, named Catherine Webb, who is also Miss Alabama. Um, she's a beautiful woman. Yes. He pointed this out, um, talked about how beautiful she was and how quarterbacks <clears throat> you know, always get the pretty girl. And then now ESPN had to issue an apology right. on his behalf. It makes me want to not be he, alive. He's so angry that about this. I, that, that, so they, that they feel like he should apologize for what he said. I fucking, I, I watch this and I'm like, this is what we have to apologize for yeah. now? Like, this is something where I really think if you were to go all around the world, that maybe 90% of countries would be like, this is a, a story? This oh, is yeah. an issue? Yeah, Absolutely. Wow. You have to apologize? Like, this is... I think we have it right here. Just give me one second. I think... Yeah, just give me a second. I'm loading up this clip. So you can hear. I want you to hear, if you didn't know about it, what he said that he had to apologize for. Now, when you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see that lovely lady there? She does go to Auburn. I want to admit that. But she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? And right there on the right is D.D. Bonner. That's A.J.'s mom. Wow, I'm telling you, quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. Ah, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, A.J.'s doing Whoa. Some, some things right down in So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pop. There you go. That is... There you go. <laughs> that was, you know, the whoa, whoa thing was like uh, where it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, he, and then he ties it up with a little bow and says, Are you youngsters out there, get the full... <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. That's it cute. And it's and it, not over the top at all. They act like he's a Marv Albert and he pulled off his wig and bit the shit out of her or something. Yeah, right. And yeah. it was... I, I agree. I read that and was, and was pretty pissed off too. That, well, can I tell you though, can I just notice listening to this clip again, Tom? Yeah. He points out she does go to Auburn, right? Meaning she does go to school. No, is that she what goes, that is? No, that's to the rival school, to a different school. Yeah, oh. he goes to Alabama. She, she goes, goes to Auburn. Rival. Auburn oh. is Alabama's rival, right? Okay. So he's saying she does go to Auburn, which so despite that, but she's also you know the only like I, I we talk, we discussed this in the car yesterday. Tom yeah. and I got real hated over this, uh, but. The fact that she does portray herself as Miss Alabama, like her whole thing is like, look at me, look sure. at my looks. That's what I'm about. So for him to say that in reference to Miss Alabama, you're like, mm-hmm. well, that's kind of what she signed up for. Now, if she were just like a rocket scientist and she just happened to be sitting there and he's like, damn, that bitch is foul. And, and, you know, if it were lascivious, that would be different. Yeah, I didn't even realize he said it because when it was <clears> happening, <throat> I was masturbating to the mother. And so I had to replay it. <laughs> right. Before I it down. I'm seeing that there's a news story um, where the same guy, uh, Brent Musburger, made a comment, I guess just recently at a basketball game, that he said, let's see, that he said it was really smoking tonight, hot inside, and they're trying to say that he said it about a woman. Let's see if we can hear this one. (laughs) Once again, your final score, Kansas 61, Baylor 44. Coming up next... Sports Center, Brian Fraschilla, and Holly Rowe. 
He's saying it was really smoking. It was really smoking. The game, the game that you just called. Jesus, these people should fucking go. I do think that, like, if he were somebody who was like a younger, hipper dude, and he went on and on and on about her looks, I'd be like, that's kind of not really cool. Just because, like, older dudes, you expect to do that kind of thing. Like, he's a different generation. He does not. Aware of like you're looking being at you're looking at women's me. lib. You're looking at me when you're saying <laughs> nah, that no, too. You know. Like he's a different generation. You he's know, older. like you, Brian. Ainer, right. eighty years old. Well, the, I should also want to point out just to to kind of wrap this up that she was on the Today Show the next day and was like, "No, nah, I don't see anything wrong with what he said." Good for her. And uh, she said, "Like uh, yeah. any woman that like is like someone." says you're beautiful, you're kind of flattered by that. I don't know anyone who wouldn't be flattered. And then they went to her dad and was like, he was like, yeah, I'm kind of used to it, but I don't think any, he did anything wrong. Like, I'm used to some people saying inappropriate things, but Musburger did Yeah, no, it's not like he said, boy, how'd you like to get some of that? Or, you right, know what I mean? Right. It wasn't. Hopefully she'll be on the next filler up, sealer shut. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that would have yeah. been different. No, I think it's all appropriate. Um, yeah, and, and I just want to point out that... Uh, uh, the 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 bigger thing is somebody like uh, these some of these journalists that write these articles um, about stories like this. And this guy Bill Hanstock uh, at SB Nation wrote how he should be held accountable. And you're what's wrong with society? You're a piece of shit. And I just want it to be on record that this is a a, a non-issue. And you're what you're creating a world that nobody wants to live in. You, but, Bill Hanson. But can I tell you that even if that guy did go, boy, I like to bang the shit out of that broad. It it would be at his discretion to say that. You understand? Like, and I don't. I would hate. I would would be offended if he were to be like, I'd yeah. put my dick in her pussy all day long. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, sucks. But then I wouldn't watch him, and I would make the decision. You know what I mean? To not pay attention to that. And I think that's the problem with this is that people can't but, say fucking anything. Yeah, anymore. what's worse than even the like the, is, is the person who's like, I want to hear that apology. That uh, to that's me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is what's fucked up in the world now. That somebody can say that and they go, "We better hear an apology." And did you. you ever notice that it's never, uh, never a woman that comes out? In some in this situation, it's never the person. Who it's never the person. Be. It's a, it's, it's some, like in, some fucking guy right. decided right. PC bullshit that, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like um, I did. It, we, it happens in stand up all the time. We did this um, a show. In, the show I did in Chicago a few weeks ago on the Sunday show. There was this big group of like ten gay guys up front, and a girl that was at the show. Afterwards, I'm hanging out with the the feature act, and she goes to me. She goes, "I appreciate um, what you the way you talk to those gay guys because I thought that the other comic was really insensitive." And it just was not cool. And I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And she was like, well, just, you know, like some of his jokes, I don't think they were appropriate. Ugh, and, and I'm like, what, what did he say that was wrong? She goes, I just, I just thought, you know, uh, I just, I think, you know, he handled it wrong. And he was rude to them. And then he walks up and I'm like, she thinks you were rude. And like, 
He's like, what, about what? And I say, because of those, the 10 gay guys at the table. He's like, they just bought me shots. We just all hung out. Mm, like yeah. we were having. <laughs> so she was offended. There you go. Because yeah. not even because they were hurt. She thought that they might be offended. Right. So I'm going to be offended for you. And she couldn't point out what she found offense. She was like, I just thought you might have hurt their feelings. Because he was like joking, having. But fun with another him. thing is, is that who is calling the station offended? Is it like older fucking eighty? Again, I'm looking at you, Brian. Like eighty year olds. Uh, you know what I mean? Who, like this who has the time like to do that? Bill. It's not normal people. It's people who have the time and to complain about shit like this. Ugh. Just, and, and not only that, these corporations get so nervous if two old biddies call up. Yeah. Oh, sure. If only two assholes pick up the phone, they're like, oh, we got to do something. We got to address yeah, this. Like, yeah. no, you don't. That's and a I, minority population. Back to the point upset. of us talking about this yesterday, I'll point out another thing is that people who think they go, well, what if, um, you know, the fact that you're pointing this out and saying the quarterback and the you're suggesting that. She wouldn't be with him if he weren't the quarterback, right, and right. he wouldn't be with her if she weren't the beauty pageant. And my answer to that is, yeah, but guess what? They are. In other words, she is a beauty pageant. So you you proposing, what if she wasn't? I don't know. She is. Right. What if he wasn't the quarterback of Alabama? Well, I don't know, because he is the quarterback of Alabama. So you, you suggesting that like maybe that has, you know, that has no role. It does have a role, because that's reality. You know, that's like when people say, well, would she be with him if he weren't rich? He is rich. So why are we acting? We're going to act, examine what if he wasn't rich? Right. He's worth a hundred million. We're going like, what do you want the conversation to be about now? Like, we're going to act like maybe that plays a role. It, it's the reality. It's the truth. She's a beauty pageant queen. He's a quarterback at Alabama. That's probably how they were introduced. Yeah, of course. course. Hey, yeah. guess what? There's a beauty pageant chick over here that looks. Uh, she's a fucking ten, and she wants to meet you. Yeah. But it's interesting. Not because of your fucking math scores either. Well, no. And it's also interesting who we choose to get offended by and over. Like Miss Alabama in the stands, some guy saying something minutely weird. But like we would call other people pit. Like Anna Nicole Smith, remember when she was in that whole debacle with that old guy? People were like, that fucking pig, gold digging whore, cunt rag. And you can call that woman all these names. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But this girl, like, oh, we, you know, why, why do some people get special treatment? That's the part I don't understand. Or We're choosing to be offended. The fact by. that that gets to be on the front page, this fucking non-issue, right, over right. real, real gold news. digging, real issues, yeah, yeah. real, real issues. <laughs> yeah. Right. So anyway, I, I had to get it off my chest. I'm I don't sorry. Know. I'm with you. I just fuck him. He was real fired up yesterday. So. And uh, and Brent has always been a class act. That guy's always, been around man. forever, yeah. and he's. He's great at his job and he's classy and yeah. I hear I know I hear that Brent has to apologize and it's just like, no! <laughs> it was really good. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. I just wrote that for you. Thank you. Oh, what's up, Jeans? Ready to fucking do this? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What are we doing? I'm asking you. What are we doing? I don't know. You're asking me? I, I'm new here. I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta yeah. get on a phone call. You have to make a phone call? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, uh, Brian, where, what's, what's the home headquarters? Where can we tell people to find you? BrianHainer.com. BrianHainer.com. On Twitter, you are at? The Brian Hainer. That's your handle? Yeah, it changed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. 
at the Brian Hayner. Um, if somebody wants to take a bath with you, they email you. They at, don't. I don't accept emails at all. At no, all. No, okay. I don't Fantastic. like. Pe- I don't like people. I'm on Facebook Who too. Does? Oh, what's the Facebook page? I think it's Brian Hayner Comedy. Brian Hayner Comedy. Yeah. Good. And Good buy his um, album, you guys. It's on iTunes and. Down is that how you prefer? How do you prefer people to? Yeah, where do you want to Either they can get them uh, if they buy them off my website. I sign them. There you go. You can get them signed. And if you buy them on Amazon or any place else, then you're on your own. Okay, but you can also download it obviously on iTunes. Yes, absolutely. Album is called Alone, and I will leave you uh, with a track from that's that's uh, industry jargon for (laughs) song. Um, called is it the Ginger Bitches? I love Ginger Bitches. I love Ginger Bitches. Excuse <laughs> me. This is I love Ginger Bitches. Uh, Brian Hayner, thank you for coming in today. Thanks, Bri Bri. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing everything you. you do. We love you. We love you too. Meow. <laughs> Inside of a closet Afraid to speak the truth Or raise my voice Scared to tell my friends What I really wanted But now I know my feelings Were not a choice Nature, nurture, DNA I'm coming out I wanna say I love ginger bitches Ginger bitches, ginger bitches Put your panties in my mouth and go